Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Welcome to another live program here on Voice of Islam radio station. And on this Thursday, uh, you're joined today by myself, Safir, and in the studio, Fahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How are you doing today, bro? I'm good, I'm good. good. Uh, glad to be here. How are you doing? Yeah, good, fantastic. Um, we. Uh, we're just talking about the topics that we uh, are going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously for our listeners, you're obviously just tuning in. So um, we have two topics for you today. The first one, uh, actually, I should say that both of these topics are really, really informative. Yeah. And they are very crucial, I think, for um, us in terms of uh, management, in terms of, uh, you know, making, in terms of being productive uh, in general because yeah. first we're going to talk about money management so mm-hmm. how we can manage our money how we can budget how we can make sure that we get as much out of the money that we have yeah. and spend it wisely and then in the second hour we're going to talk about artificial intelligence so yes there's a lot to digest here yeah no definitely i think that um we're hoping that the listeners learn something from today we hope you get involved, right? Like that's what we always want. So don't forget to give us a call on zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight, or you can message us on any social media platform at Voice of Islam UK. You know, slide into the DMs, or we, I'm sure we've got a poll going on on Instagram, which we'll discuss later. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna we're asking for money saving tips on Instagram. So yeah. give us your give us your money saving tips. <laughs> Teach course. someone else as well. Of course. So we are all going to learn a little bit more about these uh, things today. Um, I think we can start off with saying that you know money is, in other words, wealth, and wealth is important mm. um, in a sense that. Um, you know, it, it's part and parcel of life. And as a Muslim, as a religious person who believes in Islam, you have to accept that this is part of life, yeah. right? And Islam doesn't discourage earning money or using money. In fact, it encourages because in the beginning of uh, the Holy Quran, when you pick it up, when you open the Holy Quran after mm-hmm. Surah, um, you know, uh, Fatiha, at the end you... Um, when you start Surah Baqarah, yeah. um, you come to the verse, razaqnahum yunfikun, And whatever we have provided for them, as yeah. in people, Allah the Almighty says, whatever I have provided you, they spend. So spending is, uh, you know, encouraged, but spending wisely, uh, spending yeah. on the right, you know, uh, things, um, not uh, being, um, what do you call it, transgressing or yeah. uh, wasteful. wasteful. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, I think the other thing yeah. is is that um, uh, don't make it the sole purpose of your life as exactly. well, right? Like don't get obsessed with it. Like we understand that you know people need money to 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 live and stuff, and um, and ultimately yes, like you know, if possible, then it would be good for yeah. everybody to have mo- uh, enough money uh, to do whatever they want. But okay. the thing is, is that ultimately we need to always remember that mm. it's not the Acquiring as much wealth is not the purpose of life. Yeah. Of course, I mean, you're supposed to use it for good purposes. Yeah. But not fall in love with it, you know, yeah. because that's where people normally destroy themselves. Is yeah. that when they fall for love? Uh, sorry, f- you know, they they fall in love with fall money. In yeah. love with money yeah. Then that becomes their sole purpose, destroying their 
yeah. real purpose, which is to uh, worship Allah the Almighty and always remember Him and doing everything for the sake of Allah the Almighty, right? Well, and and, and you know, serving humanity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when you become obsessed or you fall in love with money, you can't see anything else, and you yeah. don't. Like you, you get so selfish that you're like, hey, I don't want to share this with anyone, and that's why Islam actually teaches um, charitable giving, right? Because it's it helps like the flow of money um, to ensure that it's not just um, hoarded uh, amongst a few people, and yeah, so don't fall in love with money, but. Right now, we're going to give you tips on how to save it because, you know, we know that it's a cost of living crisis and we do here on Voice of Islam love to help people learn something, um, you know, about contemporary issues as well. Of course. And I think it's really important because whatever we earn, as we uh, talked about, like the Holy Quran also saying that, you know, spend it wisely, spend it, uh, you know, in the right way. Uh, in the Holy Quran, we also read and spend in the cause of Allah and cast not yourself into ruin with your own hands and do good. Surely Allah loves those who do good. Chapter 2, verse 196. So as you said, you know, if you have money, um, you know, you're blessed by Allah the Almighty. Um, ultimately, it, it comes from him. Actually, it reminds me of a saying of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that mm. um, he says that um, you, the, 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 the wealth that you're being blessed with it is not your own, um, you know, doing. It's actually Allah's fuzzle, Allah's blessings yeah. that He has put upon you. And He also tests you, seeing whether this will corrupt you yeah. or whether that will promote you to do more good, yeah. more charity, right? And He says that it's not possible for you to love wealth as well as love Allah. Yeah, You can only love one of those. Yeah. So for us as Muslims, it's really important to love Allah the Almighty and whatever Allah Ta'ala sends our way, by his blessing, by his grace, that we spend it on our family, we spend it on the right causes, we spend it for the poor in charity and do the best that we can with that money. And nowadays, of course, we know that, you know, people are struggling uh, worldwide. Um, You know, people are, many people do not have enough to to survive. And um, keeping this in mind, uh, spending in the way of Allah is more and more important even today as well. So how we can do that is we first then have to manage our own money, meaning that we have to look into how we budget, how we uh, you know track our expenses. So one of the key ways. I wanted to, to yeah. ask you before before you carry on. How do you budget? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how do you manage? Don't your... don't ask me that question. That's oh, really? a very difficult question. <laughs> I, th- I, f- I feel like. Um, my wife's an accountant, so we have a spreadsheet. But um, like, I think that it's it's not you. I feel like budgeting. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, okay, this is my budget for this month, and you always exceed it somehow, <laughs> and it's it's, it's it's quite difficult. And I think that that's where Islam is really good in the sense that Islam says live within your means mm. and like try and like to avoid spending so much that you're like you're going to put yourself into debt or you, you're not and, that, and that's why we want to give these budgeting uh, tips and tricks because yeah. you know Islam teaches you to live within your means and you can only live within your means mm. if you set yourself a budget yeah. because you don't have infinite money like you know when, when you ask me that question or, I mean I would I would love to be as organized as you guys yeah. are <laughs> you know we have a spreadsheet and yeah. you know have uh, some tracker 
we we don't have that but one thing that i th- that you mentioned i always have that in my mind mm. like to to spend whatever you can afford yeah. you know and uh, that saying of the holy prophet of islam always uh, is in my mind that you know only you know extend your garment or your uh, sheet uh, as much as you you can in front of you mm. like don't overextend what you can't yeah. so meaning that only spend ha- what you can afford yeah. so keeping that in mind like obviously from month to month things are different sometimes yeah. you may spend more if you you know um your have family something come here, up your family you, know, you, know. you have to travel you yeah. have to do this whatever right it could be expense could be yeah, washing things, machine yeah. Real, so like in that case you have uh, sometimes uh, different uh, and you may go over budget uh, but you really have to have um on on a on a monthly basis or uh generally you know keep the cost lower than the than than what you can afford and yeah. i think that's that's the key really to but it is discipline as well right like you having, need discipline yeah, yeah you need that discipline yeah. i think that that's why it's it's good like you know if you spend too much like it's like if you have a glass of water and you keep filling it up filling it up filling it up and it overflows right the, the, there was only a certain amount of capacity yeah. it's the same thing that right? if you constantly and you know what this is where um i know this is a bit off topic but like <laughs> you know interest right like mm. i think that it often um it kind of tempts you right like you're like oh okay yeah just pay this uh, like pay a smaller amount over loads of months right um and then you know it'll be uh you could have this wonderful thing that you want and like i think that that's where it it can get really difficult mm. you can like find yourself where you may not have the means to buy something but you buy something that you really want which is okay like look, i'm not trying to like pass judgment on anything or anything that anyone's doing but i'm just saying that there's that temptation right like whereas if you had to pay for something up front right you'd be like nah. mm. but the moment someone says okay you can pay for it over a certain amount of time mm. your attitude changes right that's dangerous as well these credit cards and, yeah. and doing yeah as you said interest uh, it builds up and and that's something that's always you know as a muslim you have to be wary of taking up loans yeah. um and that's also something that uh, you know when you ask me i always have in mind i don't want to take up any unnecessary unnecessary yeah. loan because it's a pressure right 100%. and and you have to as a, as a as as any part of islamic uh, teachings you ha- you're responsible very strictly on that you have to return it yeah. so it's going to be a constant pressure on your mind uh, yes in emergency people do that and in certain circumstances people yeah. people are don't have other options like people are going to buy a house but you ca- you literally cannot uh, unless you have loads of cash right of course so i- these are some difficult uh, questions that 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 are out there i remember somebody asked me uh, about mortgage and and you know what the islamic viewpoint on that is you know it's the thing is that um Uh, there was a there was a non-muslim i think who 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 said that that the, the ideally the, the the best thing is not to to incur uh, a mortgage but how yeah. else are you going to be able to get yeah, on exactly. the property ladder or at least own your house yeah. on your home they We have other options money. yeah <laughs> they say they have some other options yeah. but you know some you know islamic options yes. but those options have their they're own just labeled in yes, different they're ways yes they labeled in different yeah. ways so it's 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 difficult in this environment that we live in but we have to try to i think the easy thing easiest thing you can do is to try to live within your means yeah. and i think 
in this day and age where we are we have so many distractions around us yeah. i think it's really important to keep it simple because the holy prophet of islam prophet muhammad peace and blessings of allah be upon him he was such a simple man i mean he would just eat very minimum uh on a daily basis he would yeah. wore you know wear um um same clothes uh for days mm. he used to wash them himself and wear them again what's the problem mm. but here people you know we we sometimes have so many clothes in our yeah. in our uh you know wardrobes uh, that we even forget about it so yeah. it shows that thi- things have changed and it's actually in our mentality and we have to just try to live s- simple <laughs> yeah and, and like i don't want like listeners to think that like islam here is is, is trying to tell you like don't enjoy yourself yeah. right like it's not that's not what it is it's it's a guidance for a righteous life and the reason why it's a guidance is that it's explaining to you that ultimately if you live within your means you won't incur issues that will like lessen your happiness ultimately mm. it's a, it's a guidance to be happy yeah. and i think that that reminder it's not like oh you can't buy this or you shouldn't buy this or like that's too expensive it's look if you consistently spend more money than you earn you'll go into debt yeah and you will owe somebody something yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so it's 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 a simple concept so it's not about like not having fun or not enjoying things it's just about being mindful and conscious of it mm. um and then you know like like we said that you can get obsessed with it as well then it starts to become another pressure that you're like yeah. oh you know i got to worry where is this money coming from and, yeah. and you're constantly thinking about it yeah so absolutely yeah. so that's a really important point um as you mentioned earlier that to 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 develop a budget um that outlines your income your expenses um keeping in mind as you said you know how much money do you have how much is is being spent how much are you spending what is necessary what is not necessary where is it that you can cut cut the cost where is it that you can make some savings to help you know help you towards save towards money you know which you may need in the future so maybe you're saving for a car or maybe you're saving for a house or maybe you're saving for something else or something for your children so that's also something important sometimes we are not we're we're thinking so short uh, sighted in a way or we're looking that short sighted that we're not thinking about the future the children they they would need something is good to give them um you know a head start or good yeah. give them something that they can invest or they can use for their education for their Definitely. you know future i wouldn't say even just just for ch- the future children i'd say that how do we know things don't change tomorrow oh, right so like exactly. you know like the thing is it could change like god forbid like you know how houses could get ruined yeah. like you know that we've seen or you could people. pass away yeah, yeah exactly so you you can't think that oh, okay cool it's always going to be this amount of money mm. and this amount and you know I'm always going to be in this situation so budgeting and expense tracking the other thing is is that i think it's become so much easier to spend money mm. right like before like you were able to give cash right and yeah. like you would feel the fact that i handed over a note your wallet is getting lighter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you'd hand over a note and you'd get coins back and you'd be like oh like how did that happen yeah. so i think that um 
this ease at which like you you literally have to type in three digits now and then you've bought something online or mm. you know you're tapping your phone and like it's just tap 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 yeah, yeah. and at the end Order of the month you're yeah. like oh wow like you know this one click business that yeah. amazon started yeah. <laughs> right like it's just the, and and then you know what it'll be there by the end of the day yeah. right like it's it's I've, I've had things where I've ordered it and it's been there by 10 p.m. It's like you know, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> how is that even possible? Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that the ease in which um, so technology has made it easier for us to spend, mm. but technology then can also help us budget. Yeah. So that's uh, how. That's what's another. the what's a good? I mean, for those people who probably are not that good, you know, putting up a spreadsheet or or making anything. Is, is there any? Anything that could be helpful for them that's Yeah, there's there. there's loads of apps out there. Um, you know, just check like budget expense app. Personally I like Monzo. I think it's a really good uh, app. Um like this but there's so many ways that you can now and a lot of the mainstream banks are kind of following um these challenger banks um like features and stuff and saying that hey okay if you spend um so there's the roundup feature that I've seen mm-hmm. quite a lot of uh Banks, banks do, yeah. do now, right? Like that spare change gets put into a different pot, or you can say, um, "Okay, I just spent this money. It was spent on groceries. It was spe- uh, spent on um, entertainment, or whatever it was spent on." Then at the end of the month, you can see, "Hey, I've I've spent actually of the whole amount of money that I earned this month, I spent eighty percent on on it eating out." Mm. And and I know as 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 Muslims, especially we 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 like our food uh, a lot of the times, so um, that can happen. But you know, when you look at it like that, I think it brings more perspective. That hey, maybe I shouldn't just keep ordering on Uber Eats or Deliveroo or uh, every night. Mm. And I think this this kind of uh, expenses that are. Um, classed as uh, discretionary expenses expenses like dining out entertainment mm. luxury items that you can live without you know yeah. uh, these are the culprits right uh, in terms of uh, um, how your uh, bank account looks at the end of the month so yeah. so ha- have keeping an eye on that of course we're not saying that you you shouldn't go out and eat if you want to of course it's 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 nice to to do that with family you know it's it's important part of life but how can you make sure that you do it in a responsible way in a way that it doesn't affect you that much uh, financially um so these are some of the tips, but uh, we're going to speak to uh, one of our guests who has joined for today's program. We have uh, Sabrina uh, McCullough with us, who is head of external relations at Money Wellness. And part of her role is to create awareness of the support that is available to help people more um, so they can have less uh, stress. Sabrina, good afternoon. Peace be upon you and welcome to the Drive Time Show here on Voice of Islam. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for asking me to, to come along and speak to your listeners about this. So, a very important uh, discussion, I think, that we're having because in this time, people are struggling uh, financially, um, obviously with interest rates really high as well for people, um, especially those people who are uh, having you know, difficulties with mortgages uh, and other kinds of uh, expenses. Um, how 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 does your um, organization, uh, Money Wellness Debt Advisor, um, how do they assist uh, people struggling with debt? 
Yep. So um, at Money Wellness, we essentially help people to take control of their situation by finding solutions to different debt problems um, and providing them with free advice and support. So that can include, for example, um, helping somebody to create a budget, assessing um, that they're in receipt of any benefits that they might be entitled to, um, helping to maximise the income that's available. So, you know, for example, giving um, tips and, and information on how to, um, you know, reduce your shopping bill or to cook on a budget-friendly, um, you know, shopping list and things. Um, and also, importantly, providing access to debt solutions where people need those. Um, the service is kind of fully accessible, available in lots of different languages and yeah, so we're trying to break down the barriers, remove the stigma of, of the need for debt advice, and, uh, and that's what we do. Right, and um, so how do you measure success in your role? Like, wh- what outcomes or milestones do you consider as indicators of effective debt management and financial progress for your clients? Um, so milestones, I guess, will vary from person to person. So sometimes it's as simple as being able to make their money last until the next payday. Um, other times it's more aspirational, such as wanting to build up a small savings buffer to, to create you know, financial resilience, um, which is the ability essentially to withstand any kind of life events that impact you financially and to create kind of a long-term approach to your relationship with money. Um, but arguably the most important me- measure is how people feel at the end um, of that initial contact with Money Wellness. So customers tell us that they feel like a weight has been lifted and that they're not in, in, in this alone. And debt, we know, can have a have a real impact on the way that people think and feel and their ability to get a good night's sleep. So I think the most important measure is probably um, the how people feel at the end of that journey um, but also that they can see a plan, they've got a way forward and they feel better about it. Right, and um, you know, what are some of these like financial challenges that, or situations that you've, you've seen your clients um, typically face? Because, you know, like, are there any like consistencies that you've noticed? Yeah, of course. So um, traditionally, when people think about debt, they think about things like credit cards and loans and, and um, kind of traditional consumer credit type debt. But actually, over the last um, 12 to 18 months, most of the cost increases that people are facing are those that affect us all. So such as utilities, food price inflation, petrol, rent and mortgage costs are increasing, as you mentioned right at the outset there. Um, and I think that as we approach the kind of school summer holidays, some of those strains are likely to be amplified because the cost of having to find additional meals for, for children and things will be uh, will be felt. So we we do um, we do help and support a lot of people for lots of different kind of you know your question was what are the common financial challenges? There probably aren't common ones at the moment. The costs that are increasing are costs that affect us all. So um, our website, for example, moneywellness.com, hosts a wealth of information on there, such as support that's being offered um, by local authorities to support parents during school holidays, 
information um, around how to kind of eat out on a budget should, should people want to do that and also additional payments that the government have put in place um, you know temporarily to support people through this uh, through this time um, you mentioned about mortgage payments rising as well and, and people kind of facing the end of their fixed rate mortgage in the, the coming kind of months or 12 months or so so I imagine that we will also be likely to start seeing more people in need of um, help and support to meet those additional costs that have perhaps historically felt financially stable. So mm. it's important people know where to turn. So those people are on fixed uh, mortgage rates, um, uh, do, do, do all of them have to obviously then change? Uh, for f- will, will that change be for all people uh, or... Or is there any, you know, section of people who, uh, or is there any mortgage deals that will continue on a fixed rate? And so I think people, regardless of whether they're homeowners or whether they're renting at the moment, are seeing cost increases. We mm. know, for example, because it's been reported that there are a, a significant proportion of mortgages that are coming to the end of their fixed rate deal. Mm. So they'll have to go to look to, to refix that rate. And it's likely that the rate will be significantly higher than perhaps they were on before. And that, you know, on average, potentially, that could, could be up to £300 a month for people to find. So that, again, makes it ever more important that you're maximising the, the income that you have and making sure that you are claiming everything that you're entitled to. Um, and ultimately, that is that is what we help people to do here. And mm. um, You know, one of the things that we talked about earlier was that, obviously, is really important to keep in mind that whatever you are spending that you have the affordability around it that you you're spending what you um can and what you can afford and and nowadays obviously with the ease of uh spending online and using credit cards uh people sometimes unknowingly you know uh just end up spending uh so much money on a credit card um and and then you know, they they might fall into debt situations. How do you assess those situations and what advice can you give to people, um, you know, in terms of spending and to stay away from debt? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, the first thing that we try to do at Money Wellness is to understand the current position. So what do you owe? Who do you owe it to? What does your income look like? Um, we'll also complete a benefit assessment to see if there are any additional income um, streams available. And actually, people tend to think, you know, that that doesn't apply to me. I'm definitely not entitled to anything. But one in three people that we speak to, there is an additional um, entitlement that they're not claiming. So uh, we also do that piece of work. Uh, we help to create a budget. So that is essentially a, a you know a list of all of the things that you are paying out compared to your income and including things like how much you need to spend on shopping and school uniforms and all of those other expenses that sometimes if we're creating a budget ourselves we tend to tend to not think about um, then we support with things like helping to, to maximize that income and feeling like you've got a lot more control over your money that's important for people um, and then from there, we can also look, for example, to provide access to a range of different solutions and strategies that can help people to, to eventually become debt-free, but to immediately feel like they've got more control. So that's kind of how we go about the assessment process. Mm. And what advice would you have for people to 
to to kind of um, be careful and not to get in that position in the first place? Um, I think that actually, with with the way that costs have spiralled over the the last twelve to eighteen months, I'd mm. go the opposite way and say the important thing is to know that there is help available and to seek that help early. So at the point that you you're starting to feel the squeeze, mm. seek help then. I mean, it's never too late. So no matter what the situation, you can of course reach out for for death advice. Um, but but don't think yourself. There's no judgment in this. So certainly we would never judge. And as I said earlier, the costs that are increasing at the moment are the costs that affect everybody. So we're all feeling the squeeze, um, perhaps more now than, than we did 18 months ago. So, um, you know, keep a, a good control on what you're spending. Ask yourself before you're spending money on a, on a credit card or buy now, pay later or some form of finance, do I need this? Is it something I need? But if you're if you are already struggling or you feel that you're about to, the important thing is to know that you're not alone. Seek help early to make sure that you're receiving everything that you're entitled to. And um, take a look at all of the money saving kind of tips and information as well that's available on our website at um, moneywellness.com. Brilliant, uh, Sabrina. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for inviting me. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number to call. Uh, you can also tweet at uh, Voice of Islam uh, UK if you wish to send in your comments. Uh, and uh, as we said, uh, we are also um, asking you on uh, on our Instagram page on social media to share uh, with us that if you have any uh, tips on how to save money, um, do you have any saving uh, tips uh, in the kitchen? Uh, or in the living room or anywhere else <laughs> for that sake uh, do share that with us we already have some uh, some uh, responses from yourself uh, Faiza saying have more vegetarian nights um, I'm not sure the meat lovers are going to like yeah. this one uh, but yeah that's tried and th- failed th- at that that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is also important we, we do eat uh, too much meat I think um, filtered jug, uh, but that's a good one actually. That's something that I used. I used to first, uh, mm. Fahim, you know, buy bottled water yeah. for a while, right? And then obviously the tap water can be very lime. There's too much lime scale sometimes. Yeah, it's a bit hard. Yeah. But then I I did actually bought bought uh, a filtered jug and yeah. filters and I, I, I just have water from that. It's quite nice. Yeah, it's you much just better. change it when you need to. But w- did you have the luxury of very good water when you were younger? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I was born in Norway and brought yeah. up so we used to so drink I, I from can, the tap yeah. and it was like it's coming straight from the mountain. <laughs> so I can imagine you coming yeah. here and, and like uh, trying Yeah, people water. drink from the tap. Yeah. I, I understand that, you know, that that's a really... And being like, oh... What is this? <laughs> yeah, you guys are lucky that you're used to that. But yeah. then, <laughs> what I was used to was yeah. was heavenly. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that water was so pure. Honestly, yeah. that water when you go to Norway or yeah. Iceland or any of these countries which yeah. have these this pure, delicious water coming, yeah. literally, it's, it's like it tastes as, as if it's just coming straight from the you know from the mountain. Yeah, it's that nice. So I, I totally understand why you have a filter, <laughs> but I, I do have a filter as well. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't, but I, I totally understand why you would need one. <laughs> yeah, that's on on the needed expenses for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's something. Uh, but you can live without it as well. I mean, if if because the water is safe to drink. Yeah, uh, and it's fine. But but yeah, uh, you can save some money 
from bottled water to switching to a filter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any more tips like that, uh, do give us a call or uh, send them in and we'll love to read them out so we can share that benefit yeah. f- with everyone. <laughs> Definitely. And um, so there's, there's loads of different types of savings that you can make, right? Um, but I don't know. I think that when it comes to money management, I think organization is key. I do think you just, because I, I know I mentioned a bit earlier, but just not thinking about what you're spending will me- lead to you spending a lot that mm. you shouldn't be. And, um, you know, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you've just spent too much. And the thing is, the cost of everything is going up, right? Mm. And um, how can we how could we minimize like housing costs like because that's probably one of the largest expense for expenses for individuals right bills electricity yeah. water yeah. Um, gas these are the big expenses isn't yeah. it rent uh, yeah. I mean I'm sure there's not much people can do on rent because rent is there yeah. uh, anyways but especially on electricity hot water gas there are things mm. that we can do you know um, it's really important, I think, uh, generally as well, not to be wasteful. So even yeah. if, you know, uh, you're using the shower, you don't need to be in there 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, you can do a quick shower and you'll still be clean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't need to stand there for 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes. So limiting, because apparently hot shower, showers make, uh, you know, it costs a lot when you do yeah. that over, over, over the time. Definitely. And... Uh, Generally, as well, people say cold showers are better for your health yes. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, wake up, have a cold shower. Yeah. I think it um, makes your body uh, get into like flight mode or yeah. uh, fight or flight. Fight yeah. or flight mode. And um, you, it's good for your immune yeah. system, apparently. And it wakes you up. It uh, does wake you up. Yeah, it does. That. Yeah. So, that that is something. Plus, also. You know, um, another thing which uh, which which, um, which I learned was the kettle in in the in your kitchen is yeah. probably one of the appliances that uses the most power. Really? Yeah, because it boils water that fast. You know. Yeah. Uh, I didn't so know that, but but it is actually. Hob. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. So maybe the hob is more or something, but the kettle is is highlighted because it's such a small appliance, but uses so much energy because it has to heat water up very rapidly. Yeah. So only put that much water in that you need rather than filling it all up yeah. and then it just stands and cools down and you're exactly. wasting money. Yeah. And like, you know, there's, there's um, I think, if you've got one of those smart uh, energy meters which they're installing around, um, I think that, you know, you could track your usage and I think it, off peak hours, yeah. it costs you uh, less, right? Like, um, I think at midnight, if you turn on your dishwasher or your washing machine at that time um you know a lot of the of the appliances these days have the delayed starts so you can delay it to do it during the night mm. um you know charge your phone in the evenings uh all these things you can do and just be a bit more mindful of it and yeah just like if you're not in the room switch the light off I know my mm. parents used to say that to yeah. me a lot when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a simple thing as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes we don't realize um, having the window open when your heating is on. Yeah. Like I mean, it's counterintuitive, y- yeah, right? You're literally throwing money outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
there's things like that, you know, turning your light off when you don't need it, uh, turn the TV off if you're not watching. Yeah. things like that simple thing but yeah. it makes big difference uh, we're just like letting the tap run for no entire reason yeah like, yeah and know. if you're brushing your teeth and yeah. your tap is on it doesn't need to be yeah, on like uh, even the holy prophet of islam uh, islam also encourages us not to waste you know kulu washrabu wala tusrifu that eat and drink but do not waste yeah. and that goes with everything else as well that you know water again uh the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that do not uh, you know waste water even if you're standing at a stream yeah. so uh, it shows that the value of water is such yeah. i mean we're lucky that we live in a country where we have access to water free or uh, free but yeah. <laughs> but yeah you have access to water right yeah, like clean water yeah. clean water yeah. that's a big deal i remember in and uh, uh, electricity as well i remember when i was in was i, sp- I had some time spent in sierra leone um yeah. uh before uh you know uh being being uh, signed here yeah. and there uh, for for about 6 7 hours a day you do not have electricity at all so you plug in there's nothing there's nothing coming through there's no electricity yeah. so we we used to wait till when the electricity was on which was you know yeah another 3 4 hours to charge everything and i have to make sure everything is fully charged because after that electricity would go again yeah. so that's just how it is there and yeah people have uh, that's how people live there they're used to it yeah. and also water people take showers with with cold water there's no uh, i'm i'm not saying people don't have hot water there yeah. some people might do but they are wealthy or they might have uh, can afford that but yeah. most people cannot mm. and you will see that people are so used to simple life there even uh and uh, one amazing thing that i saw first time in my life was uh a uh, iron you know iron with yeah. you when you iron your clothes right yeah. we do it with the electric iron yeah. so this guy was was ironing his clothes with uh, there, there was no cord on it so i was like yeah, how is how is this iron working is yeah. it like some next <laughs> technology <laughs> in africa so that we don't yeah. have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anywhere else yeah. but it was actually uh, you put uh, uh, what do you call it coals in it huh yeah uh-huh. it was run by coal so it was it was that's cool big one yeah. you put coal inside warm coal is it was that's how it go hot and wow. then you iron it close so you see uh, we take a lot of things for granted and yeah. uh, Uh, when you look at how simple life uh, can be as well there's so much savings that you can do yeah. and like you know sometimes these things happen like you know i know we're in a cost of living crisis and i don't wish anybody to struggle in any way but sometimes like these are reminders right like the pandemic mm. made us all slow down mm. right and realize you know spend time with family you know have that work life balance you know th- these types of things were like we learned from that situation and just think sometimes these situations come into our lives to teach us something yeah. and i think that with this cost of living crisis we can learn to be more one waste uh, less wasteful yeah and the second more appreciative yeah. right like, just exactly. to appreciate the fact that you have things you know like we don't need to leave switches like with the plugs still on like you know d- just just so that you could just come and plug yeah. your phone whenever you yeah, want yeah, right yeah, like yeah. these these things just switch it off because mm. there is someone out there who is like you said yeah. waiting for electricity yeah. to come back exactly. on so they can charge it and we're wasting it and it's like would and you do that in front of someone who's thirsty would you go and pour a water bottle mm. like yeah. 
out right mm. or or like or if someone if you gifted me a, a water bottle and i just opened it and i like threw it on the floor that's essentially what we're doing to god right like because yeah. god has gifted us uh, you know has enabled us to have these and luxuries I, uh, yeah and i think that when we talk about saving uh, money saving tips and and saving money then sometimes we 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 have to remember that okay we we want to save money but with that money that we are saving if we have and if we can afford after you know looking after our families our basic needs the goal should not just be to save money for ourselves but actually yeah. what islam teaches is that if you can you know uh, live you know in in a simple way which is uh, good enough for you then you should try to save money so, so you can spend in the way of allah Yeah. So that's what the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he didn't you know live a simple life because he could later buy a bigger house or yeah. buy thousands of camels or you know very expensive camels uh, or mode of transport or whatever yeah. it was like you know valuable he was not into those things he lived those that simple life so he could spend in the way of Allah like yeah. when he got married to Hazrat Khadija who was a businesswoman and she loved the holy prophet of islam prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so she said i give all of my business i give it to you you know yeah. she had many workers a lot of money wealth she gave it to the prophet she said you do whatever you do with it yeah. and the prophet you know he, he what he did was that he he gave it away to the poor yeah. he, all the wealth he distributed to, among the poor yeah. all the uh, workers uh, he said you know you're free to go to to do your own stuff now yeah. you know if you want to continue trade you're happy to con- but if you want to go work somewhere else you can go yeah. so he that that's what he did and yeah. and that would give him satisfaction and i'm thinking that this is really important for us as muslims as well to keep in our in, in our mind that whatever we save yes of course you need to save for certain things as well but we always have to have this in our mind that we spend in the way of allah as well because what we are able to save could be a fortune for somebody who doesn't have yeah. the basic things that we have and if we were able to help a person maybe feed his or her family out of the savings that we have yeah it could change their life and allah the almighty could just you know bless you or give you paradise you know as a reward for that that charity that you've yeah. given but at the end of the day you know there's nothing that we are going to take away from us in the next life at the end of the day everybody yeah. will die we, we are no different to uh, poor rich everybody will be yeah. in the ground you know six feet whatever yeah what it what matters is that what we've done with what god has given us so i think yeah as also really important which uh, which which i think islam focuses on um, and i think that the satisfaction that you get by spending in the way of allah and helping people uh, there is there's no price on that yeah No definitely and uh, I say that from experience it, it does really just make you feel more fulfilled and mm. I think that ultimately people um do really are looking for that fulfillment and I like I challenge anybody you know here listening you know if there's uh if you're lacking any sort of fulfillment in your life like do something for someone else and just like see their reaction or not even see their reaction but just do it without any sort of intention yeah. of some getting something in return 
and honestly you will feel so good mm. and um yeah like just this is why it's important to be mindful of the cost don't overspend you know energy efficiency we spoke about um you know more things like adjusting thermostat settings it can like noticeably uh, help you know unplug those mm. electronics um meal planning and grocery shopping yeah that's, that's very important yeah. as well sometimes we tend to buy uh things that we probably won't need uh, and they could go bad uh, pro, pro tip don't go to the um superstore hungry Mm, yes. <laughs> honestly like whenever you're hungry you'll buy you'll get all of these extra things that are sitting yeah. there have a list go there with a mission make sure it's after dinner or after lunch and like uh then you'll see how much you'll be like ah oh, do we really need this um because you wouldn't be hungry but when you go there you'll be like yep i'll have this one <laughs> and this one and this one and then people <laughs> say obviously you should make like a weeks plan for yeah. for your uh you know groceries, groceries as yeah. well yeah that you um you know that this is what it, i'm going to you know uh have for food Definitely. in the week and then you'll get this much and then you can freeze stuff as well yeah i think like you know i know one thing that we've been trying to do is um you know when you go to costco and you can like bulk buy stuff right obviously it's cheaper but like if you bulk buy things and then but you finish them within a week right because there's so many there it's <laughs> pointless is it yeah so like maybe try to like if you buy something uh, in bulk like say to yourself okay i need this to last by this date right like and watch it'll actually probably happen just because you're a bit more mindful rather than like if you bought um like uh I, i'll give you a personal example i i get these energy drinks the mm. the the caffeine um full of caffeine from mm. uh, costco and like there's times where like i just tired drinking them drinking them drinking them and i was like oh like it's been like 2 3 weeks and i've already gone through all of them so i then stopped and said okay look i want this to last about 6 6 to 8 weeks at least yeah. so i was just more mindful of that and yeah it did Which last energy drink is it then oh uh, it's grenade energy grenade yeah, yeah. you haven't exploded yet no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah it's it's got bcaas and like uh, electrolytes and stuff i i just really like the taste as well as it's it's got quite a few benefits yeah. and i'm just not very um a hot drinker so um i prefer drinks especially cold. in the summer uh, yeah as well i don't know i i know there's some people out there that can like drink hot tea all yeah. year round but that's something to keep an eye on though cuz yeah. uh, i was i was uh, reading somewhere that you know coffee for example mm. um or or things like that which probably just cost you like 150 or 1 pound or well coffee is not cheap as 1 pound yeah. now if you have coffee is about 3 4 pounds tell me where you can find a pound yeah. coffee these days <laughs> so yeah. and then it was added up for the whole year it works out at like a thousand pounds or yeah. something like that so that's quite a lot of money as well yeah and this the other thing is like the the compound interest right like um another thing that oh this is actually another point that i thought of uh, that i wanted to mention to you is that um i heard on a podcast recently um where someone said uh you know the quickest way to make money do you guess what it is to spend less Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? So that's the quickest way to make money is to spend yeah. less money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? And it's just and it just makes you think that oh, okay, cool. So like yeah, like <laughs> you can you can easily be like, oh, you know, I need to earn more money, I need to earn more money or whatever, but like you know, you can reduce 
you you could increase your wealth today if you spend less money over exactly. the next month. Exactly. Um and then another thing is transport. Um yeah. obviously if you're in London uh then uh, you should definitely think about whether you need a car or not. Yeah. Uh, it's great public transport. Yeah, great public yeah. transport. Use that. And you know sometimes you know use you could if consider see if if it's possible for you maybe have a bike instead i mean mm. uh, you could uh, if you're you know working not too far maybe you can use the bike and there's yeah. so many bike schemes as well that works have definitely you know, yeah cycle to bike scheme yeah. um and things uh, really yeah, beneficial yeah and like if you can walk to the shops instead of driving you yeah. you, you save money on on petrol the petrol and it improves your health at the yeah. same time exactly it's a f- yeah benefit in that sense double benefit alright uh, let's go to our next uh, guest we have uh, with us uh, on the line uh, Sumera Ahmed uh, who is owner of a new small business uh, let's find out what business that is Sumera assalamu alaikum peace be upon you welcome to the drive time show here on Voice of Islam Wa how are you good good how's your business going you've been told that you've started a new small business um, I have indeed. Um, I just qualified as a cycling instructor um, in Manchester, so I. Sorry, did you say cycling? Cycling. Cycling. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, we just wanted to confirm. Segway, we didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about we're cycling. We just talking actually. about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it kind of just happened um, out of the blue. It wasn't something that I planned to do. Um, I don't know if uh, some of your view- viewers might have heard of. Um, the Big Bike Revival, which happens every year from uh, an organisation called Cycling UK. No, we don't. Um, and, well, so last year, so it's a, it's a big organisation and, and their, some of their key aims are to get people active and, and on their bikes and mm. out cycling. Um, so every year they have a Big Bike Revival and it's for people that are new to cycling or that are returning to cycling or all, all levels of cyclists. Um, and last year in Manchester, <clears throat> um, there was funding for um, women in the workshop. So there was bike maintenance for women, um, delivered by women. Uh, and so I, I joined and uh, it kind of took off from there. Um, I found out about funding for cycling instructors. They wanted to, um, they wanted to um, train up people from diverse backgrounds mm. and underrepresented backgrounds, so obviously being... Um, a woman wearing a headscarf with children, a, a woman of faith. I kind of ticked a lot of boxes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I, I was quite pleasantly surprised that that, yeah. that is obviously a scheme going. And obviously, you know, there is a lot of people who probably not into cycling or they're probably not confident uh, in, yeah. in cycling and they might need some help and direction. Yeah. And, and that's something that you've started doing, right? Yeah, and it's, it's not just about confidence and um not knowing how to cycle but it's also barriers like like wearing a headscarf or being a woman or being of you know of a of a you know cultural background <clears throat> those are barriers that i'm i'm seeing are, are quite prevalent here in manchester okay perfect now that sounds really good um how is the living crisis affecting people especially new businesses and families and obviously as you said you've started a new business um, financially, uh, how, uh, what are some of the challenges that you may have or may not have faced? It is, it is a massive um, challenge at the moment for, for everybody, the financial crisis. Um, 
And like your colleague Paul was saying, uh, just give me one second, I'm juggling. Yeah, no, 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 take your time. <laughs> Come on, let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. Um, yeah, it's, it's affecting everybody in some way or another. Um, but like your caller was saying before, the um, travel traveling costs can be reduced massively by jumping on your bike and getting around. Um, I have a, a trailer which I can put my kids in. I have a bike seat which I can put my daughter, my little baby girl in. Um, my older daughter, she's six, so she can she can ride a bike herself. And and it does cut costs, cut, cut uh, and and time, and and it saves the environment. So it's kind of a win-win with the cycling. Um, but in terms of like being a, a small business, I've, I'm I'm really at the beginning of my uh, my cycling career. Okay. And um, it's, I haven't seen much, I mean, to be honest, my business is just me getting on a bike and, and teaching other people how to cycle. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I'm my biggest resource. I have a bike. Um, people have their own bikes. And um, there, there seems to be at the, this, this grassroot re- le- at grassroots levels um, not much cost in it for me at all. Um, the the training to qualify was was funded, um, and I have um, and we give, with an organisation called Bike Right, and uh, they kind of they have a contract with schools to go in and teach teach children in schools. Um, so whenever I have availability, obviously being a full time mum, whenever I have availability, I'll do work with them. <clears throat> but I'm doing work out in the community with with other women who who want to learn to cycle. Um, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, h- how important is is budgeting and effective money management? Then, very, it's very important. I think to have um, a goal and an aim, to have your numbers written down, that's all really helpful in in staying in budget. Um, you know, I would say definitely record keeping and and keeping having a budget would be helpful to people who are struggling. <clears throat> But not only that, I think people um, would really benefit from looking to see what's out in the community because there is a lot of help available, especially here in Manchester. Um, we have lots of food hubs. We have lots of um, community um, initiatives um, for like um, weekly groceries and shopping and surplus. Um, I access quite a few things during the week. Uh, there's a community organisation that uh, makes food twice a week um, at around lunchtime, mm. and the food is made fresh in their community centre. Um, there's a vegan option and a, 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 um, a halal option, and the f- the food is served to you fresh, and it's a pound or or whatever you can afford. Um, it, that's just a suggested donation. Mm-hmm. So that happens twice a week, and they also have like an option for um, takeaway as well. So if you enjoyed the food and you ha- um, you've got family at home and you need something for the evening, you get a takeaway as well. Oh, brilliant! Oh, this um, is such a such a great work, mashallah. I mean, for a, for a pound a portion, that's that's really really good. It's very very helpful. Mm. Um, and then in another local community centre um, in my local area, they have <clears throat> something called uh, a community fridge which is where they have um, lots of, they have a, a massive fridge stocked up with um, 
your uh, cu- cupboard items as well, like mm. bread and 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 non-perishable things as well. That's brilliant. That's in fantastic. Food. That's amazing yeah. to know that so much uh, work is being done in the communities it's to help there, people. There's lots. There is lots of yeah. help available if you look for it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you very much, uh, Sumera. Um, sorry, we're coming towards the end of the program as well. So would love to talk to you more, but all the best. Uh, may Allah bless Thank you in you your uh, business and in your work and uh, everything Inshallah. else as well. Thank you. Thank you. Take Thank care. Assalamu alaikum. 20 is the number to call. You can also tweet at uh, Voice of Islam UK. So... This, uh, you know, brings our uh, topic of money management, uh, money-saving tips towards the end. Fahim, before the news now. Yep. Um, that's. I think we learnt a lot. And like we said, uh, the quickest way to save money is to spend less. That's it. 0208687-7878. And as mentioned by the guest as well, if you need help, then do reach out and do find there are help available out there as well. Now over to the five o'clock news. The incomparable, the one who has created all beings from nothing and from whom all life originates. And he it is who originates the creation, then repeats it. And it is most easy for him. His is the most exalted state in the heavens and the earth. And he is the mighty, the wise. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome back to the second hour here of the live t- drive time show here at Voice of Islam. You're back with myself, Fahim and Sophia. And we've just finished discussing money management. Um, we hope you learned something where there's quite a few great tips in there. I know we both learned something as we always do when we do this show. But we're moving on to a new discussion and the discussion that we're going to have is around AI tech startups. Um, it's a second uh, part to a series that we have uh, on tech innovators for good. What we do in this show is we explore how companies are using technology to make a positive difference in the world. So in case you had missed the last episode, um, we're going to qu- take a quick look back at some of the startups we discussed. So, um, the first one we discussed in the last episode was Viz AI, and they're a company on a mission to fundamentally fundamentally improve how healthcare is delivered globally through intelligent software that promises to reduce time to treatment and improve access to care. Uh, the other startup that we uh, spoke about was uh, Imagine AI, which is a company on a mission to overcome economic economical, logistical and technological barriers to reach the full potential of precision medicine for cancer patients. They do this by leveraging AI to profile a broad range of biomarkers from the HNE image alone within minutes. You know, and we discussed it in the episode that you know they saved lives through this this um, technology. And lastly, um, Alex, uh, they are a company on a mission to assist educators and learners in dramatically improving learning outcomes through the delivery of artificially intelligent learning and assessment that continually adapts to the unique needs of each student. So you can find that episode on SoundCloud. You can check out check it out. Um, 
you can find it on our website voiceofislam.co.uk mm. uh, for more details so what do you think of that last well, episode uh, artificial, artificial intelligence is just uh, it, it's it's getting just you know out uh, of control out of <laughs> hand really yeah. <laughs> I mean in terms of uh, in terms of how fast it's uh, it's developing oh. it's hard to keep up I have to say and I think a lot of people out there might not really be familiar with the uh, what artificial intelligence can do but it yeah. is there and it's almost everywhere now yeah. in terms of uh, uh, the industry in terms of uh, what well, we it's use in like every industry look right? the computer yeah. AI is in that uh, automation AI is yeah. is is in uh, in your cars yeah. is in your uh, shops it's yeah. in your every software every you software use in yeah. your phones you know so yeah. it is growing and uh, I think they'll probably be no uh, sector left out there yeah. that AI is not going to improve and, and it's not going to be a part of yeah. for the future. I was, when I was thinking about this show, I um, realized something that um, I don't know if you noticed, but one realization I've had about how much AI has come into our lives and how much it's proliferated is... Um, do you remember? Uh, did you used to play FIFA a lot on PlayStation? I, I, I still do. <laughs> yeah, I still do as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, do you remember like when you were playing against a computer or there was computer characters? You used to call it, "Oh, that's the the game or the yeah, computer," yeah, yeah. right? And now, when it's referenced, it's referenced as that's the AI. Mm. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. So, like a lot of the times, like I hear conversations, like and you know, it's like, oh yeah, the AI, they're being bots, right? Like mm. these conversations and the fact that now it's like labeled, whereas you didn't even realize that you were using AI or mm. AI was in the software mm. or the or the technology that you were using, and now it's just like so um, prevalent that mm. you, you just you like it's in everything. Yeah, and for example, like when people buy something online or you buy something from one of the online stores yeah. uh, you will get these chatbots you yeah. know coming up and saying uh, okay yeah, although it's quite frustrating <laughs> yes. sometimes when you have to chase something up yeah. and you keep waiting and waiting and you don't get yeah. but they try to automate it because yeah. the lack of I think maybe um, you know um, customer service person well it costs whatever. less right like it a chat, less, yeah. chatbot yeah. will be a lot um a lot less expensive than 20 staff, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and a chatbot doesn't need to go to sleep. Exactly, and right? it's quick as well, it's exactly. giving your responses quick. And the reason why it gets frustrating is because you're probably not, like, giving it the right keyword, so my advice to anybody dealing with AI at all in any way, and I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this with ChatGPT, is that you have to be very specific, specific yeah. right? Like, you can't um, expect it to just understand yeah. <laughs> all the nuances. And I think that's um, something that's going to take a little bit of time to get yeah. used to, because when you do demand something or when you ask something yeah. of it, you do automatically expect that it's understanding, yeah. whereas the key is that whatever information that you put in, that's where you're going to get a response to. Yeah. So the more specific you are, so like, for example, with ChatGPT, and I've been using it for a while, you have as yeah. well, and it's quite interesting how you can ask it to get references, to get material from f specific websites that you yeah. want uh, yeah. it to use. And uh, it can, uh, b you know, specifically give you that. Um, but I think all... In this development of 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 uh, or you know artificial intelligence, I think it's really important to also keep an eye on it yeah. to make sure that you have the right thing. I mean, it's not a human being, 
that's you know something to to stress upon yeah. so at the end of the day um especially uh, as a muslim as 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 uh, somebody who um who who keep uh, that uh, you know religious uh, teaching in mind you also have to check and use your intellect as well yeah. um to double check information that is correct and i think that's something that the worldwide head of the amadiya muslim community yes, also he you know yeah. he 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 stressed upon saying that you know we have to make sure that we we uh, have the right information yeah. and uh, that we make the proper use of it yeah and uh, i have here in front of me um an article uh, that bill gates has written on the risk of ai and um you know you mentioned it like you know we do need to and, and it's titled the risks of ai are real mm but manageable mm. right so there the, there is that element and you know addressing concerns about ai the the article acknowledges the legitimate concerns surrounding artificial intelligence such as job displacement deep fake cyber attacks biases and the impact on education but um however it argues that history has shown us that previous technological advancements have presented similar challenges that were successfully managed right and um i think that that that's So I was thinking again about the show and um what made me think about AI right like so I've noticed that at times I go to ChatGPT to do things for me right like so I'll be trying to figure out an uh, a Google sheet or an Excel uh formula and whereas before I'd have to try and figure out what all the different I just tell it what I want it to do mm. and it would do it for mm. me right but um which is great but my advice would be to anyone um who is uh working with ai it is don't let it make you lazy mm. uh help like use it as something that makes you better mm. right or or quicker like cuz i think a lot of times that people are using ai to just make themselves lazy right they're like oh yeah like uh, i don't have to write it or think about it but if you actually make the effort and then use it use the same effort that you would have had to use yeah. anyway yeah. Yeah, maybe you might not have to research it. Saves you it, from yeah. the writing of the whole stuff, exactly. or you know, putting it into like a format, right? Format, like you yeah. give it a bunch of ideas, yeah. and you yeah. can say, "Hey, give it to me in this yeah. format and this yeah. way," right? Like uh, recently, I used it to make a dream program for myself, right? Like I said, act like a personal trainer. I want to like hit these muscles, like yeah. it, and 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 I said, put it in a table, and and it did it all for me in, in <laughs> literally seconds, which is scary sometimes because you're just like, wow, like this is just this is happening so quickly, and you know, access to information. Um, and i think that yeah just don't let ai become a crutch that it, like you know uh, may, and i encourage everybody to to just learn more about it right like you're hearing this in more and more in the news because of how much is like going to impact our lives like we discussed it on the first episode but you've seen the apple vision pro right mm. like how that is going to incredibly change the way we access the world and how we navigate each other how we communicate i have a feeling and and i'm willing to make the prediction that we're all going to be walking around with these uh with some sort of uh goggles like the like the apple vision pro i'm sure they'll get smaller and turn into the size of the glasses you and i are both wearing right now um and like we'll be like iron man essentially mm. right um so but 
I think it's really important to understand it. And, you know, that's why we wanted to discuss AI startups yeah. today, right? Like we wanted to, you know... So, these so what, is, what is AI startups? What, what does that mean? So startups are usually um, a, a company that um, has just started up, <laughs> right? <easy>. So, <laughs> yeah, and... Um, so th- there's lots of different um, definitions and stuff, but they usually go through different rounds of funding. So like you say, it's a pre-seed um, startup, a seed startup. So it's got no money at all. Then it's got some uh, sort of money just to get it going. And then the Series A, Series B, where different rounds of investors come in. And um, so with AI specifically, um, you you... A lot of companies, and this hasn't just happened just recently, this has happened for a very long time now, um, what uh, what startups are doing is that, or, or what an individual or a group of individuals are doing is they're looking at a problem, right? And they're saying, okay, if I had the right amount of data, what could I do f- with this data? Mm-hmm. And the the brilliant thing about AI that is that it can uh, analyze data quicker than we could and it can draw patterns right like you know if if we gave it a hundred images it'll be able to say okay like in every single one of these pictures like the the eye is like one nineteenth percentile off right like it would notice something as as deep as that so that's where like in in health startups that's where it's like really helping predict so you can kind of um you can, uh, if you've got all this data on patients, if they've all experienced the same disease like cancer, right? Like, what's the connections here? What types of people are receiving, um, what's it called, treatment and it working, etc. So that's that's essentially what AI startups are, and that's what they they do. They 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 find a problem that they can solve with the um, with the analysis of data. So. I think for for people to understand, what would you say would be the difference between automation and AI? So, automation you use AI to automate essentially. Mm. Um, with uh, automation, you're just making a uh, a process um, not need. So, like you know, setting up a, a direct debit or a standing order. That's that's automation. Um, whereas AI is actually the, it's looking at data, it's assessing that data, and it's making a a, pred- it. a prediction, mm. right? Like the and there's different types of AI, and um, you know there's uh, natural language like generation for it, so generational AI, right? So it will generate, it will use the data, and it will generate something. I'm pretty sure that that's uh, what Chat GPT is. It's generational AI. Um, or like what others one would do, it would just look at connections. It will make a prediction, and it will say that oh, okay, um, it's like based on the data that we have, yeah. right? So like if you showed it um, a thousand images of animals, um, and like it will it will be able to say that okay, based on the inputs that you've given me, the next the most common animal in the world is an elephant. Right, because that came up most, or uh, all animals have like this one trait or whatever it is. So that's that's where it's it's essentially a brain, mm. right? That's why it's intelligence. Okay. 
Brilliant. Um, so talking about artificial intelligence, uh, do give us a call if uh, you have uh, any, uh, you know, uh, breaking news to share with us in terms yeah. of artificial intelligence, anything that you may have used. How's your experience been so far? Um, have you used it or have you not used it in any... F- you, you must have used it in some yeah. shape and form. Have you knowingly, knowingly or not knowingly? <laughs> but have you knowingly used it and do you have any reservations or are you, uh, simply put, scared of uh, the scale of, uh, of this? Because a lot of people have... Uh, expressed concern that you know this is uh, if this some s- gets out of control, yeah. then uh, then that might be a danger. Definitely, I, I think that it's it's more about it, one it getting into the wrong hands and people using it for bad mm. things, and I think it's the other thing is that the growth of it is just exponential, right? Like it's just growing at a crazy rate. Um, there's a uh, a new uh, we were discussing earlier there, there's a new uh, quantum computer that um that google have have come out with and you know it's it's astonishing that like it would it can instantly execute a task that would normally have taken the previous supercomputer mm. a quantum computer 47 years mm. So like we're not talking about forty seven minutes. We're not talking about forty seven hours. We're talking about forty seven years yeah. here, and so it's just the the rate at which technology is advancing, right? Like think about it with your with your products, right? Like you look at uh, a phone from five years ago, and you'd be like, this looks out of date. Yeah, right. It's it's crazy. Mm. Or like even two years, and it's happening so fast now. And I think that um, that's where like you know my advice would be to just engage with ai and learn how to navigate it because it is like it's something completely new and you just need to get better at understanding it and you can only do that through practice right Mm. but i'm sure a lot of people will be like okay why is there on voice of islam a show about (laughs) ai (laughs) right like uh because you know we like to look at the islamic side of things when with everything that we do here at voice of islam because we are the voice of islam yeah so you know that's a good question uh how do we how do we understand this in the light of islam um i think the first thing that comes to my mind is that uh you know education seeking education seeking mm. knowledge is uh you know uh, an obligation uh, it's it's necessary for mm. uh all of us that's what the prophet said you know you should uh, you should seek knowledge and Islam encourages it as well to to seek knowledge, and ben- if it benefits people, then it's you know it's 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 really important. Yeah. And artificial intelligence is also a, a vast sea of knowledge that we don't yeah. have at the moment, and we are still exploring. So seeking that knowledge and making sure that you know we we not left behind because uh, it's going to be very very important in the future. Yeah, uh, you know that's. That's that's one really important thing is to keep yourself uh, informed, definitely. Uh, so you you make the right choices. Yeah, and you know, startups in general they're not inherently linked to any religion, right? But um, you know, including Islam. But you know, the values of teaching, uh, the values and teachings of Islam, can serve as guiding principles for individuals who are involved in those startups um, and shape their approach to uh, entrepreneurship. Islamic values also emphasize ethics, social responsibility, justice, compassion, and the pursuit of knowledge. Um, 
you know, so these reasons, these values can influence the mission, decision-making process and overall conduct of individuals involved in startups who identify with Islamic yeah. teachings. Or even if they don't, there are a lot of startups, which we're going to discuss, that, um, you know, are fulfilling Islamic values, right? Yeah. In the context of AI tech startups, the connection between startups and Islam can be explored by examining how the mission of these startups uh, and operations like align with Islamic values. Yeah, I mean, look, when we looked at different things such as, you know, the AI in medical sector, how yeah. it's making such a big difference. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about how artificial intelligence can help uh, potentially uh, cure some cancers, yeah. you know, things like that. You know, you talked about patterns and yeah. how, you know, it, it, it is able to quickly analyze things. Mm. So with, with many diseases like that, uh, it will be a game changer. It will save us years of research um, and, and potentially, you know, come out with a cure or, or, or some kind of solution to combat uh, different, uh, you know, medical issues, illnesses, Definitely. diseases. So in that way, it's it's like, you know, it's it's helping us protect and save lives. And that's, you know very much in line with what Islam says, right? To, to save, save the mankind, save lives, help people, and also with uh, with education, with other yeah. things, yeah. And see, the thing is that um, I feel like uh, AI is just, it's so apparent in everything that we do that it's just necessary to understand it more. Mm. And, you know, there are, we're going to look at it and we're going we're gonna to talk about some of these startups um like the ones that were mentioned you know they they're trying to the the best thing in my opinion about ai is that it could do the stuff that would have taken us a lot longer mm. it can do it quicker so that it enables us to be better right so it does the busy work so to speak right like the 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 calculations right like it's it's like before we had to go to a library to find out the information about something right now we have the internet so now it's just gone that next step forward where it's like okay you don't even need to search the internet let the ai search the internet for you and present you with the answer right whereas before you were still going and asking something mm. for the answer but would you would you say i i i still think that it wouldn't replace the the importance of physical learning such as libraries books because i think with internet and with artificial intelligence uh, you know you, you you still do need something physical for for learning i i can't see you know it makes making the same impact as for example if you read a book you know you can physically touch the book yeah. you can that going to the library has its own environment uh, its own Definitely. thingy so I, I, so I don't. Th well, will they be replaced? I d I don't know. Like libraries are replaced. Yeah, basically the, online, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, but the the, the but oh, so so for example, let's say you wanted to learn about the history, the history of some like you know um, history of Islam, history Islam, of Islam, yeah. right? Or um, or just the invention of something, right? Or or the like. I give you. I'm trying to think of a specific example. Let's well, say, if you think about history of Islam, then probably I am thinking: Do those resources, those books, those uh, 
that material is ai going to find it or is it will this be available in the internet if it's in if it's in book forms and they're very rare right you yeah. can't find it in the library yeah i'm not so sure if that's available you know? 100% but like there's getting to a point where we can scan these things yeah. and we can upload them right and then the ai can read it and everything then we'll make a difference so yeah. but the, the, what i was going to say is that and the reason why i was using the islam example um uh was because I hope someone doesn't do that with 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 this. Is that um, let's say uh, gladiators in the Colosseum, right? Let's say you wanted to it, the way Meta, for example, um, ex Facebook um, are presenting the way education will be done in the metaverse. Is that you put something on? You and I both put it on. We can physically be in that Colosseum, and we will see the gladiators fighting with each other. <laughs> So we yeah. will be that we will actually experience mm. that same situation. So, whereas you're saying that, yeah, I can sit there and I can feel a book, right, and like I can read it, but you're still imagining it. What you could do is you could take that description in the book, create a world which you can walk around and navigate in, and be like, oh, what's under this rock, or like what's here, and what what the AI is doing is that it can take that idea and it can push it even further, right? Mm. So. For example, the way AI is changing um, a design software, right? Let's say you've got a picture and it's just taking it of, like, just you, like, but it's cut off your shoulders, um, but it's got a bit of background. You can generate now that it will fill out the image and it will give you different backgrounds, but it will look so real. Like, if you see some of these, like, it's or it will extend, right? Like, let's say you've cut off a bunch of people. Uh, that didn't want to be or you've cut off part of the background it will extend and it will create it for you mm. so it will generate yeah, that, that yeah. so so that's what I'm saying that if you could do that with historical moments like mm. going back to like the invention of the light bulb or whatever it is if you can go there and based on everybody's accounts yeah. and like recreate that moment then that's a different learning experience, <laughs> isn't it? That is a different... <laughs> and you can essentially do that with, with books as well. Yeah, but you do that in your mind. Mm. I'm saying that you, you can, like, physically then touch, right? Like, because then you'll have, like, um, you know, gloves and uh, what's it called, joysticks, etc. that you can then, like, and it will, like, be like, oh, okay, I pushed against this wall, so I felt a slight vibration, so it yeah. feel like no, I'm there. All of this is amazing stuff, right? It's 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 really breathtaking and, and unimaginable at the moment, but it's, it's happening, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there are things that are going to be undermined. There are things that are going to be affected, like, as you said, that we have to make sure that we don't become lazy. Yeah that we don't have uh, you know we don't want to already you can see that people have very short span of attention nowadays you know yeah. uh, when if you have to make uh, videos you have to um, you know uh, even for education yeah. people tend to watch short very short videos YouTube shorts you know yeah. um, people are on TikTok and they want to see something very quickly and that's there's it. no patience left, yeah, there's yeah. no patience so yeah. I think with these things what we really have to be careful with is that it doesn't take away these necessary uh, things um, traits mm. in life so like patience um, imagination as well yeah. like if you if you're reading a book that, that gives you a chance to imagine something yeah. yourself right so if it's everything is done for you in artificial intelligence there's certainly that in its form is good you can benefit from it but relying on that entirely 
would certainly not be beneficial for you because then you will miss out on these things which like before the internet as well right uh, with yeah. the gaming and things like that people just forget to do the physical exercises yeah. f- forget to enjoy the nature yeah. you know things like that definitely so I d- that's where I think that is going to be very scary because like think about it there are people out there who are already gaming so much that mm. they don't live in the real world yeah. right like what's going to happen to them now like, exactly <laughs> and how many more people are going to feel like that because yeah. they are going to be able to like walk around and see each other like um they I give the example of the Apple Vision Pro right yeah. like it scans your face and creates a whole character for you so that you don't even need to be there right like it's crazy so it's 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 um it's changing the world in such a way that it's just I, I think it's no very idea. similar to how when the internet came out yeah. as well there's there's too we didn't fast know and we didn't know how far it's going to go but we didn't know what was like how it was going to change mm. here like we can see how it's going to change yeah. our lives like like we didn't realize how much like, mm. okay i'm sure some people did but like the mainstream whereas it's so easily accessible i think that's where it's like kind of scary that like you know anybody can just access a powerful ai yeah. essentially like you know making it and i think i can't, I can't remember uh, if it was the google ceo i can't remember who please forgive me for the uh, the quote but uh, a ceo of a large tech company said that look if i don't work on this ai right somebody else is going to do it yeah. and it's going to be less regulated or someone in their garage or you know in their bedroom is yeah. going to make something and if i so why if i don't do it uh so you, you need to make sure that like so that's why he was saying that he, we need to work on this ai so that at least we can regulate it, at least we're like you know able to Maybe control the control <laughs> yeah there is that but i think that that's true whoever well. controls the internet yeah. basically is controlling the world right yeah and in the same way ai is going to be such a big tool that yeah yeah it's a lot of questions that we yeah. still don't have probably answers yeah. for <laughs> we don't at all But yeah, why didn't you guys get involved in the yeah, conversation? Exactly. Give us a 0208687778 is the number to call. Uh, you can also tweet at Voice of Islam UK. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you uh, hear the word AI and how do you see it changing your life? Uh, these are the questions that we're asking you. Join us after the break. Are you listening to Voice of Islam? This is the Drive Time show. Allah, Allah. You're listening to the Voice of Islam radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Drive Time show here on Voice of Islam where we are discussing artificial intelligence is part of a series of programs that we're doing uh, on Thursdays on uh, Voice of Islam on the Drive Time show where we are looking at artificial intelligence with our artificial intelligent expert for him it's our expert but yeah thank you so we're going to look at um some startups today right yes so like the whole purpose of this show is to look at people who are using technology um in an innovative way in an innovative way uh to do something good mm. right so uh, we've got a few um startups here so the first one 
which is Sana Labs, um, based in uh, uh, Stockholm in Sweden. Um, they recently got their Series B funding, which is $54 million dollars. Um, with investors in uh, various different investors, so it it's what Sana Labs does is it uses AI to create an innovative learning experience that prioritizes personal learning needs to effectively deliver training and courses to teams by creating training pro- programs that are rooted in science and tailored to the students. Sana Labs provides impact for education on a wide range of subjects for startup companies and their teams so what's great about this is that it's the personalization and this is you know you were talking about ai earlier um and, and its impacts um that's the other thing is that it can provide a very personalized experience mm-hmm. based on the knowledge it has on you uh so like you know you give it that information like you know you could try it with chat gpt be like um I am this and this is what I'm trying to do act like this and do that for me right like so it can be a very personalized experience and I think that um as you as you practice with G- chat gpt or, or bard or, or whichever one um you'll learn to navigate that more and what's great about sana labs here is in and the reason why we picked it is because it's it's using that to to give access to education to like companies and teams that of these startups mm. that need it that are creating these innovative things that are going to impact the world um and yeah it just this I mean so that's many quite interesting isn't it with education oh. because in a classroom where you have a teacher mm. that teacher will sometimes teach what well, 20 30 students yeah. and sometimes there's only so much capacity a teacher has that it's not able to fully focus on on every student definitely how but with artificial intelligence can do that through a computer having that information yeah. assessing the situation personally one by one yeah. and then tailor a educational plan for that person for that student personalize f- for their needs yeah and that's the thing like so how i'm sure you've you've experienced a bad teacher right and like when I say bad teacher, it's not because the teacher is bad. It's because of their style may not suit the mm. way you learn, mm-hmm. right? It's not about, I don't think there are any bad teachers out there. Yeah. I think that that certain teachers have a way of teaching which doesn't relate to every single individual. Mm. And that's where this is really interesting is that it can tailor it to maybe you like things more visual, right? Or maybe I like to like... Uh, text-based stuff like I have to write it loads of times mm. before I learn it whereas if you watch a video you you learn it instantly or like you know you like colors or, or whatever it is and that's where like I say that that I don't think there are bad teachers out there it's just a matter of um, different teaching styles and that's where AI can really make a difference um, mm. and personalize it and you know th- there's there's the other um, education startup that I wanted to talk about um is is go student Mm. um and they are based in uh vienna austria um and they've just had their series d for delta um and so they're like two stages later um and um they have raised 686.3 million dollars 
uh, with various uh, investors. So what is GoStudent? GoStudent is a platform for online learning that connects students with qualified tutors to help further their education virtually. Students at primary, secondary and college levels can use this platform to find one-on-one tutoring complete with a virtual classroom and whiteboard, the capability to share screens and even the ability to edit documents together. Mm-hmm. So Brilliant. it's taking that like, yeah, so AI could maybe personalize something um, for you, but you know, nothing really beats that one-on-one with a human that can connect with you and that understands the way you learn. And of course, that's, of course. that's and I think I the other thing with the, with the, with the, you mentioned teachers are different and, and sometimes uh, it's also important for a person to learn how to, how to learn from teachers who they, who might not be their cup of tea in a sense. Yeah. It might not be, uh, but you have to learn as well. And, yeah. and that's something that also is really important. So physical learning, uh, it doesn't really uh, compensate for that, but it assists in, in these ways, as you mentioned, through uh, artificial intelligence. So we have already talked about education, how important edu- education is in Islam. Mm. It's not only encouraged, but it's compulsory upon ev- every man and woman to yeah. seek knowledge. That's what the Prophet said. And um, the Holy Quran as well also uh, encourages us to excel and uh, uh, do the best that we can from using our capabilities that Allah the Almighty has given us. And, you know, <coughs> when we talk about artificial intelligence, mm. it is created, right? It is created by us yeah. human beings. It's not yeah. come out from itself. Yeah. And it's been created by us human beings through the capabilities and through the brains that Allah the Almighty has given us, yeah. God has given us. So it's ultimately, um, you know, uh, a product of our gift from God Almighty, which is our brains, that has enabled us to develop and develop and develop and create such a powerful tool for our benefit. Yeah. So I think this is something that uh, you know fulfills this uh, s- this uh, statement in the Holy Quran, where Allah the Almighty says that we created human beings as the best of creation, Ashraful Makhluqat, yeah. and certainly human beings can be the best of creation when they put you know this these capabilities into the right motion yeah into the right way and intelligence as well um the the, the way the the intelligence has been given to mankind to the human race yeah. uh, apart from all other uh, animals and uh, creation uh, yeah. so god almighty you know said that and this is a proof of that as well that we see Definitely, and like you know, um, the worldwide uh, head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, the fifth uh, Khalifa, His Holiness Hazrat Mirza Masrur Ahmad, may God be his helper, also delivered a, a historic keynote address um, to the to UNESCO uh, in 2019, um, and he he explains uh, uh, he he states uh, in addition the Prophet of Islam peace and blessings of Allah be upon him established an excellent education system through which the intellectual standards of that society were raised. Literate and well-educated people were instructed to teach the illiterate. Special measures were put in place to provide education to orphans and other vulnerable members of society. The reason why I wanted to mention this is that AI gives us that opportunity, Mm. right? Like, it gives us the opportunity that, okay, like, yes, it's a lot harder for... um, So, 
uh, one of the I think we discussed it um, in a previous show as well um, where a lot of like the best most educated individuals of certain countries that are um, less developed mm. are coming over to more developed countries because they're being offered better jobs they're being offered um, better conditions so they're not growing as as they would um, and they, like so those people that are necessarily would be there aren't there and that's where I think that the gap of AI can help and um, you know that we can learn a lot and you know just being able to virtually get a tutor one-on-one I think is is awesome mm. Um but you know like so we've discussed how education is an islamic value the importance of education and there are startups out there that are push using ai and technical um innovation to to further further the good in the world so i think should we move on to um some more startups in in the health industry yeah so let's go to the next one which is tonal yeah tonal yeah uh, and uh, this uh, company is located in San Francisco in California. Uh, it's uh, uh, raised about 450 million pounds uh, dollars. Yeah. Uh, the investors include Mayfield Fund, uh, Shasta Ventures. Um, well, what they do is uh, they have smart home gyms, Meet AI in uh, in, in Tonal, and the fitness training equipment equipment startup uh, is installed on walls and offers users expert-led coaching that is tailored to each individual's fitness goals and needs. Tonal users can also access live recorded fitness classes from their home gym. Yeah. So it's, it's again, it's that personalized approach, yeah. getting it to many people into their homes, right? A bit like, like uh, Peloton was. Yes, yeah. essentially, yeah. So uh, I think that that's where it's just another startup that is promoting health, right? Yeah. That you know making sure we'll, we'll talk more about it but um, islam teaches you to to do that and that's where i just think it's very innovative the way these companies are like they have these visions to like make a difference in the world and that's where i think that they leverage ai and look everything can be for used the, for, for that exactly right everything that's can what be i was used gonna say good math, ai right? you could say ai is neither bad or good it's, yeah. it's actually the the way you the use user. it yeah uh, yeah and essentially with every tool yeah. like you can use a stick okay very good exactly. you can use a stick to support yourself when you're yeah. walking or climbing yeah. you're going to stick to hit someone hit at someone, the back yeah. of the head as well exactly so <laughs> there you go are you thinking about a teacher <laughs> no I was I was not thinking about a teacher yeah. I was, I was but, thinking uh, a little bit about you <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> but yeah um, it's just um, so health is important and, and like you know these startups are changing the world and like we've got a couple of other startups yeah. as well um, so Circle Circles um, which focuses on mental health uh, they're located again in uh, San Francisco, California, they've had seed funding for eight million dollars uh, uh, with various investors. Um, what what Circles is is it's a mental health ca- healthcare startup that is revolutionizing revolutionizing the way consumers access support groups. So through the company's laser focus, professionally led groupings, and accessible pricing, users are able to more easily access the care and support they need again right like so this is where i feel like ai is really changing the world and i know it's it, like you said it's 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 is it going to replace the need for humans is it going to be like it's not going to be the same right mm. but what it can do 
is it can give it access to many other people yeah, and, and it can improve the system i think one thing that we really need the ai is here in the uk mm. is the nhs and the yeah. health sector because people are literally waiting in for weeks and weeks and months yeah. months for their healthcare right for for whatever they need appointment or call the gp at this time or yeah. you missed the call okay you you missed the hour now you have to call tomorrow or you have to do so or you have to wait okay now your position is gone so these things that's where i think it's going to make a big difference and obviously as you mentioned a lot of people have mental health issues now mm. they would need support and there's only so many people available to 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 uh you know do one to one sessions so maybe you need some kind of uh, uh, ai uh, you know uh, so it, company it's, to help it's getting there right like so um I came across another company called Skin Analytics and what they do is um they've created a, an an uh, an AI model which is called Derm which um it assesses uh based on the information you provide pictures etc it um tells you it's, um whether or not you're likely to have skin cancer Mm. and um what it's doing is it's reducing the amount of you know hey I've got something on my arm right and I'm worried about it but it's actually nothing whereas you've got something and it's really pressing the AI can be like okay look I for him you you don't need to you can wait because yours isn't that priority and it's most likely they they haven't got to the point where the user can themselves find out mm. uh they're still like getting it because of the accuracy models of 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 the AI um but it, it will get to that stage where like instead of calling up the doctor you can take pictures and get an assessment done from yeah. AI and then it will stop you from clogging up the system mm. because you've already gone and got your fears yeah like um relieved yeah <laughs> and, and in in a way that it's already in place isn't it i mean when you uh when you when you have of, of course you have nowadays you don't you're not there yet but you do get appointments on on apps with with the with the doctor you don't even need to sometimes go into the gp uh, 100% so that's that's one step and the next step as you mentioned is is that artif- there will be artificial intelligence uh, how many uh, times yeah. have yeah. you well, i know this is true for me uh, but like how many times have you not bothered to get something checked cuz you're like oh after call or like you yeah many you, times you know you, you're <laughs> just like oh, i'm if i'm still ill in like a few days yeah. and that could be detrimental for yeah. someone yeah. right and that's the thing and so this is where it really can have it's, its benefits it's good to always have something that you can just okay for your peace of mind check yeah, it yeah that's a lot of the times it is just peace of mind right and like you know that sometimes i i look at doctors um reactions and they seem so like yeah hey take mm. this prescription yeah, cuz yeah, i'm yeah. like oh but how many people have just turned up and be like i've got like a chesty cough <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. like, how many times have they seen that in the last week exactly. of course they're going to be a bit frustrated exactly. whereas the ai won't have that and it can that won't have, have that, that uh, yeah because yeah. it'll have the tone right you could just yeah. set the tone to friendly yeah. and it's <laughs> friendly all but the there's, time but there's there's one thing that is uh, uh you know a negative of that is that i was reading that this the artificial intelligence is also able to act as a mental health uh uh advisor like a therapist and, and a therapist oh, yeah. yeah so essentially what it will do is collect all your information yeah. you write to it whatever issues that you have so it's like your diary so it's yeah. going to be like and it's going to tailor a support to you yeah but it's going to like talk to you i've heard about this yeah. karma maybe we'll and discuss that one on the next that's episode. a difficult one yeah. cuz i think with mental health you need physical somebody to 
listen to you or speak yeah. to you assure you and i'm not sure maybe i'm wrong i'm not sure but then i've heard a lot about um journaling being really good because sometimes it's just like you need to get the thoughts out of your head that's what i'm saying yeah. i'm not sure i'm uh, whether i'm right in thinking this that that this would uh, not help where people because sometimes people don't have a social circle people uh, don't have anybody to talk to mm. they need somebody to talk to and they probably need a real human being to talk to to get that eye contact and maybe that smile yeah. or that expression of of sympathy okay so <laughs> i i agree and i understand why you're thinking like that but before remember when we had to call up to make any sort of interaction yeah. and it was like the most like long you'd sit in a queue for 20 minutes yeah. but now just you'd rather go online and just book it book what book an appointment for example let's say you wanted yeah let's say yeah, you wanted yeah. a doctor's yeah. appointment yeah. right you'd have to sit there and you'd have to wait and like you'd have to talk to someone and like you'd have to explain to a human oh, i've got this personal problem whatever like there's on the flip side you could say that you know what it's even better like i don't have to speak to someone and i think that this uh, the younger generation also uh, when i say younger generation i'm showing my age but gen z um they particularly don't like to t- like I, i i can't remember who i said it to i said like oh i'll give you a call and they're like who calls people these days right yeah. like so i think that in this age the the communication through that might be more helpful or think, unhelpful yeah, because those people will never build their the social person. skills then but that's the thing that's the crazy thing if you could train the models good enough mm. and think about all of the variables but and i guess and remember you've got to break a lot of eggs to create an omelet right mm. yeah so they will get it wrong a lot of the times but as it trains the thing is it always gets better mm. and that's the thing it always improves it but then you can also look at the other side where there's biases as well if the people who are originally creating the models have biases in them then is that bringing bias and then we could spend the whole day talking about yeah. ethical ai but we could talk about our before the show ends we could talk about our last two um to uh what's it called uh, startups yep let's have a look at that um so we also have again in the um health industry we've got nervgen pharma uh, which is located in vancouver british columbia um and their post ipo equity um 34.1 million dollars um nerve damage and neurodegenerative diseases can have long lasting impacts that change a person's life nervgen pharma is attempting to tackle the problem by providing solutions and treatments to help relieve and heal the symptoms um so yeah they they're tackling that um the the you know people suffering from alzheimer's dementia etc um and then we have kinetic um which is located in new york city uh their seed f- uh, funding and 20 million uh dollars um with various investors Kinetic is disrupting the non-emergency medical transportation space by offering a digital platform and API solution. Through Kinetic, transportation services are able to expedite and streamline the management and execution of their services. It's like you were saying earlier, right? Like I, I can't remember who mentioned it to me. Um person had to uh, recently experienced calling the ambulance and the amount of time that it took was that yeah. they were like they were told that the ambulance would be there in 40 minutes and then they got a call back saying 10 minutes later saying that hey um 
you might as well bring them in because the ambulance is going to take forever or it's not going to get to you in time so they literally had to take it so i think that this this type of um technology like this there's so many applications mm. like i'm pretty sure that these days if you can look at any sort of problem and just be like okay if i had a bunch of data how would i improve this problem mm. and then you just go ahead and create it the crazy thing is you'll probably get an ai to create the ai for you <laughs> <laughs> but you probably need a good data scientist yeah. but yeah yeah so good uh, good um, you know uh, services that are being uh, looked upon and, and artificial intelligence is making a great difference uh, in many aspects mm. however as with everything as you mentioned is good and bad uh, yeah. so we just have to make sure that we use it in the best possible way and stay away from the potential harms yeah. and um, also completely relying upon that is also not beneficial because yeah. uh, as a muslim we should always rely fully on Allah the Almighty definitely and uh, yeah just this this time has flown by but before we conclude uh, we'd just like to thank our producers uh, Aisha Tahir and Tamina Tahir uh, our wonderful tech team who this wouldn't be possible without and everyone involved here at the Drive Time show all right zakallah um we're going to go to the news join us tomorrow for another live program here on Voice of Islam radio station you're listening to the Drive Time show now is the time for the news <laughs>